Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I am Chris. He is Rob. We are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, and you can follow us as well on social media. I'm at Chris underscore Broussard on Twitter, Chris Broussard 68 on Instagram. Rob is at Rob Parker FSR on Instagram. We got our man Eddie House, the NBA champion, Fox Sports Radio NBA analyst coming up at the bottom of the hour to talk all things NBA And then, of course, an always exciting segment of Shop Talk to wrap up the hour. Rob, we talked about we didn't get him today. Uh, Maybe we'll get him later in the week or next week. A friend of the show, Hugh Jackson, former NFL coach, now is the head football coach at Grambling State University, uh, a legendary HBCU that sent more than 200 players to the NFL or, and, pro, and professional football overall, Canadian Football League as well, uh, and even the AFL back in the day. Um, and so we, we wanted to talk to him about the HBCUs and, uh, and at historically black colleges or universities. Um, but there's huge news concerning HBCUs today, Rob. As we said, it's National Signing Day. Right. And day. in an absolute... Shocker is the only way to put it. Uh, Travis Hunter, who's the number two ranked recruit in the entire country, Rob, is a defensive back, 6'1", 165 pounds. He had committed to Florida State. He decides instead of going to Florida State that he's going to go to Jackson State, which, Rob, is FCS. That's Division One AA for the old school right. cats. Yep. Right, that's not the highest division, but he's going to go there to play for probably the greatest cornerback ever, Deion Sanders. And obviously, Deion could say, "My man, if you, ain't nobody gonna teach you this position better than me," and he's right. absolutely right. I played it. I made you, it right? to the Hall of Fame, all the whole nine yards. Right. Yep. And so, um, and they're one, also one Rob Super G. Bowl, get on right. here. Rob G, give us because not name image likeness. The new laws, Rob, may have had something to do with this. Rob G, give us the the update on the name image likeness and how that may have had something to do with this. Well, as you guys know, Deion Sanders is the coach at uh, Jackson State, and he does host a podcast still with Barstool Sports. And according to multiple outlets, part of the reason why Hunter went to uh, Jackson State is because. Barstool Sports and their parent company, uh, Penn National Gaming, gave him a name image likeness deal worth upwards of $2 million. Woo! I'm happy for old boy. I don't know what his, you know, financial situation was like, but whatever it was like, Rob, $2 million will help. (laughs) I don't care if dude is uh, upper class, uh, filthy rich. Another two mil. That's, that's two million dollars, no matter what, right? Yeah, that 
That's even before you know for sure you're even going to the NFL. You don't even know, Chris. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like right. There's no guarantee. There's a lot of great kids who come out of high school who go to college football and don't make it. Absolutely. That's just, that's just fact. Basketball, football, whatever it may be. But, Rob, uh, beyond the money, first of all, this – and this is where the name, image, likeness – and obviously, Deion Sanders is in a unique position working for Barstool, being a legendary football player himself. But, Rob, name, image, likeness in this case, even the playing field. Let's just keep it real. It evened the playing field. Right, and I'm not mad Chris, at Travis Hunter if, 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 because maybe it wouldn't have mattered. I'm not mad at him, Rob, if he would not have gotten that $2 million if he had not if he had still gone to Florida State. Because right. we but, all need money to, you know, function in this world. So I'm not mad at the kid at all. But, but I am proud of him always, for picking an HBCU. Me, I am too. I mean, what a great uh, – uh, we've always said this. Scouts go where the talent is. Like, yep. if you're talented, it doesn't matter what school. A lot of great players. We always talk about Jerry Rice went to an HBCU, yep. Chris, right? Arguably the greatest player ever. Exactly. And, and so if you're talented, it doesn't matter. Walter Payton. Right, I know scouts that was years ago, but still. Right. T.O., right? Uh, yep, T.O., great point. Yep. yep. Scouts yep. will find you uh, if, you're, if you're talented. Um, and I'm not mad either if Barstool was involved, Chris, only from this standpoint. For years before, the, the boosters used to give the Thank kids you. money anyway. I mean, come on. I remember. And even now. Even now, no, I, I know. Mean, Under the, Nick Saban's but, but, got his hookups, right? But I remember Chris Mullen, when he was playing basketball at St. John's, had a no-show job at a dealership on Staten Island or somewhere, you know, that was funding oh, yeah. St. John's players. Yep. And, yep. And, it, and he didn't go to the job, but they paid him every week. You know what I mean? Yep. Like There were no-show jobs and all kinds of stuff where people were getting money and getting loot. So this is not new at all. This is... This is just – it's out in the open now, Chris. Yeah. And, and that's what I mean by it's not new. But, but kids getting money to go to these schools and go places, and now if it makes it an equalizer and they're now willing to go to a school, an HBCU, that's tremendous. Absolutely. Tremendous. And, and, Rob, I've always said this, and I think you have as well. HBCUs are sleeping giants. And I mean mainly the athletic programs. And, and let me explain that. And I'm not saying every black athlete who's awesome has to go to an HBCU. Rob, you and I didn't go to HBCUs. All right, so, so my wife didn't go to an HBCU. My daughters didn't go to HBCUs. Now, a ton of my family did. My parents did. My uncles, all my uncles and aunts, my brother. You know, I had a lot of family that went to HBCUs. Right. And cousins and all that. But... They are a sleeping giant in this regard. Can you imagine if half, half of the great black athletes, football and basketball, went to HBCUs? Right. Those programs would be national powers. Right. And they would have there the money. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about And they would have the TV money, yes. Chris, because the networks would – yeah, we're not in the days the of segregation talent. anymore. Absolutely. Right. If Howard's got a, a, the fifth-ranked basketball team in the country, guess what? They're Howard's putting those playing games on, on national television. Absolutely. It's just that Morehouse, simple. Xavier, Spelman, whatever. Not Spelman. Spelman's all girls. But, right. you know, for women, maybe they get on. But 
yes, you're getting on. You're in March Madness. You're in the bowl games. And you're, that money, and this is what is really would excite me. Yeah, it, the money could help the programs. You build better facilities, you know, basketball, football, and all that. But, Rob, I, the money could also, as it is used sometimes at these other schools, it could go to strengthen the entire school, the academic programs, the buildings, you know, all of that stuff, the facilities beyond sports. And then you're talking about lifting the entire level of the HBCU, not only athletically, but academically, because, look, it, it, we know it's about money. And the more money you have, the better, the more resources you can put into your school. And in the black community, Rob, we need institutions. In addition to a lot of other things we need and we need to fight for, we need strong institutions. And the more we could strengthen the HBCUs, the better off and stronger we'd be as a people. And that would make our country stronger. Right. It's a, it's a trickle-down effect. And, and 100%. Absolutely. I've always said this, and I'm not knocking uh, people who give back to their black athletes who give to their alma mater. But, but don't go making it to the pros and giving millions of dollars to Michigan or Michigan State or USC or Notre Dame is ludicrous. I just, I, it just I, is. I, I, I'm with you, right? Even if you graduated from those schools, those schools are set. They have endowments, Chris. They're making money off of interest. You're two over, million dollars, right? I'm to sorry. USC. Come on, man. Right. They, they got the a, they got endowments of, that are just eye popping of the money that they rake in, and a school in HBCU could could easily. Uh, uh, needs uh, that kind of in, uh, uh, endowments and whatnot. Uh, I know Spike Lee down in um, in Atlanta. I think he's a part of uh, Morehouse. Chris, he went to Morehouse. He's funded. Yeah. He's funded the journalism program, the sports journalism yep. program yep. at Morehouse. It's yep. tremendous. His own money and his friends and his people who have donated to help train you know, young black men in the sports journalism field at his alma mater. Yep. It's, it's outstanding. Rob, you, Harvard University has the biggest endowment in the country. What it's is over it? 40, it's over $40 billion. But Would it be? Let people be, know that. $40 would it be? billion. Okay. Uh, USC, their endowment <laughs> is 5.9. At least that's what it was in 2020. Let's right. say $6 billion. $6 billion. Do you know what the endowment is for all 100 plus? I think it's about 104, 107 HBCUs in the entire country. Is it a billion dollars? One billion? It's between two and three billion. Okay. For and all that's for 100, 100 plus right. together. So, and like you said, if you went to Texas or you went to USC or Ohio Michigan. State or something and you want to give them some money, fine. But also, I would say give to an HBCU. Right. And look, and, and Rob, I've heard horror stories. Because a lot of times HBCUs, you, sometimes you got to rob Peter to pay Paul. Somebody gave you money for, for this sport or something, but you've got deficiencies in other areas, so they've used it for that as well. Um, I, earmark it. Right. Right? If you Can't want that, on that $2 million, else. right. right. Got to go to the basketball program. Got to go to the football program or something. And I'll say this, Rob. 
My family's got an endowment at Xavier University in New Orleans, which is an HBCU. Mm-hmm. My parents, and that's where so much of my family went. And I give to that right. more than I give to my alma mater, Oberlin College in Ohio. Oberlin College is a, uh, they have money there. I'm they not saying money. that they that they got USC endowment. I'm not saying uh, I haven't given them anything. Right. 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 Oberlin, was one of, Oberlin was the first college in the country, Rob, to admit African-Americans wow. on a, like, we we admit people regardless of their race. That was that's, their policy. That's unbelievable. They that's were the first. school. Wow. Yep. They were first to have women. They sent Moses Fleetwood Mac. You probably heard of Moses Fleetwood yes. Walker, I think his name. Uh-huh. First black baseball player. He went to Oberlin. Wow. So, I mean, there's a rich history. And like I said, I've given there and, and given back in many ways. But I give to this HBCU, too, because we as African-Americans, man, we, we got to support our own. And I would love it, Rob, if these athletes – I remember Dr. Dre, God bless him, he gave 35 – I'm going to say it was 35 billion? Million. Million. I'm sorry, 35 million to USC with Jimmy Iovine. Remember that? They both right. contributed 70 million to start a music program. What do you think – so let's say he gave 35 of it. That's nice. Well, you think some of these HBCUs could have done with thirty five right. million? No, there's no doubt about it. And and Come again, on. you just pointed out how much USC already has, and that's not right. that it's, it's not that it's not going to help some students at USC, but I don't think they need it as much. And you know, I teach there, and it's a great school, Chris. And even stuff that I've done, like like I'm hoping, I've been in contact with my school to start a, um, you know, like a kind of a Rob Parker scholarship or for journalism students, but I'm also going to do one at Southern Connecticut, but also one at the HBCU where I didn't go. Right. So I'm going to have two. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, I want to start two, one at my school and one at the HBCU. So that's what I've been working on to try to make happen for next next year. Yeah. So so it is possible that you could help where you went, but also Absolutely. airmark money for HBCUs. And this is great to see. I love that Deion Sanders is doing this. He has the ear and 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 and, and partnership uh, with Barstool, which is fine. Right. And then did you see, I, I had a quote here, Rob G sent me, and this is what, Jumbo Fisher on. Jumbo Fisher? Yeah, Jumbo Fisher on the Feinbaum show. And he's laughing as he's saying this. And Chris, here's the quote. There's a lot of the NIL deals going on before all this was going on. They just weren't legal. Nobody right. knew nobody. You know what I no, mean? Absolutely. Like, this is right. what I said. This is not new. This right. is not new. Absolutely. And um, so th- this is great and uh, good for Deion Sanders. And I'm going to be pulling for that kid to get to the NFL and, uh, and be terrific. And he said, Rob, he wanted to start a trend and uh, hopefully he does start a trend. And, Rob, we, we complain a lot about the need for more black college coaches in uh, NCAA football, right? Well, this is a way to get it done. We've already said your that. Your power is in, in the yep. athletic. Right. I mean, if, if, if brothers start going to these HBCUs because <laughs> I want to play for Deion Sanders or I want to play for so-and-so, I want yeah, to play for Hugh Jackson. Black, right. right. Yeah, exactly. You will start seeing more black coaches at these big, uh, predominantly white institutions. So uh, use your power. All right. Uh, it is the odd couple, and we got plenty of more 
in store for you. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Here's the question. Is Travis Hunter signing with Jackson State a watershed moment for HBCUs moving forward? We will continue the conversation with you next. It is The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media sports and more every week explore some amazing facts about human nature and more listen to the fifth hour with ben maller on the iHeartRadio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcast all right it is the odd couple i am chris he is rob we are live from the fox sports radio studios and look do you think it's okay to drive stoned because i don't and the truth is your reaction times slow way down when you are high. And a lot of people are doing that, but you're not the same. All right? Legal or not, you not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. So stop kidding yourself. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. It's as simple as that. Drive high, get a DUI. This is paid for. By NHTSA. 877-99 on Fox. What are your thoughts on uh, Travis Hunter going to an HBCU in Jackson State, to be exact, play for Deion Sanders instead of Florida State University? Uh, Your thoughts. All right, let's kick it off with uh, Marcus in Mississippi. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Marcus? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Glad to have, uh, glad to, glad to be on your show. Long time listener. Thank you. So, so you know, I, I'm I'm here in Jackson, Mississippi. I'm an alumni of Jackson State. I actually worked at Jackson State for several years, and you know what he is doing not only for for Jackson State, but for all HBCUs is just enormous. I mean, he has he has he has gone way over my expectations as far as attendance. And you guys hit it right on the head, the endowment. We need yep. donators to keep yep. putting in money to our to our HBCUs so we can compete on a whole nother level, well, not only, you know, uh, athletically, but educationally. And we do have to rob Peter to pay Paul a lot of times to get things done. You know, I, I am totally shocked that he has sold out the Mercedes Dome for the Celebration Bowl this Saturday. I was thinking maybe 50000 but there are It's a testament. It's a testament tickets. to his power, seriously. It's a testament. Yep. yep. It is. It is. And, you know, everything that I hear from Dion is he loves the kids. And when you have that in heart and mind, your fruits of your labor are going to be more than you can actually eat. Now, that's great what this kid no. is doing. And like I said, and, and look, I think people should really support this kid. I mean, seriously, like above and beyond. Because this is a sacrifice, Rob. 
No, it is. It is absolutely. But but they don't know, have first, the facilities at Jackson State right. that they have at Florida State. But but in life, you know, like sometimes people have to make sacrifices. That's how you get. That's how you get change. Yep. That's how you get change. Everybody, you want somebody else to do it. Every you can't keep doing that. Absolutely. <laughs> right, Chris. Absolutely. I, oh yeah. Well, I'm not gonna. It's not my turn. I'm 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 ready to go to Florida State. I'm not doing that. Right. No. Somebody does it. And then it changes everything for everybody. Let's go to uh, P in Los Angeles. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, P? What's up with y'all, man? How y'all doing this evening? Man, we're doing great. How are you? I'm doing good, man. All right. First of all, Dion Dion is doing something great for the HBCUs. That's what he is doing, first of all. But you got to remember, he's he's the number two prospect. This man is a corner. You're going to go to the best corner ever. He's going to fuck you out of him. You know what I mean? And now, the NIL. Can I I say something about NIL if you guys don't mind? Go ahead. Okay, the NIL. The NIL, it's the same stuff they've been doing all these years, right? And now Dion's in power, and and everybody, the world is shocked. Like, oh, no, he's over number two prospect and all that other crap. No, get get that out of here. It's the same thing as the the marijuana game. Check this out. Now it's legal everywhere, but you still got all these people locked up. Right. And all I, gotta I say agree. Is, man, Absolutely. Hey, hey, and all I really got to say is they need to get, might as well get Reggie's, get Reggie's husband back. You know what I mean? We should get that out of yeah, here, I, I, I mean, I, I know you want to turn the clock back on everything, but I don't, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I just, uh, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, at the time, Chris, I, re- I remember when baseball didn't want Mickey Mantle or Willie Mays to be a part of anything. You know why? Because they were greeters at a casino in Atlantic City. You know what I mean? Like, like that's what they did. Right. Because it was against the rules at that time. Now baseball's partnering with gambling outfits. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. That's all. All right. Uh, Eddie House, NBA champion, is about to join us in a few minutes. But first. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right. He is an NBA sharpshooter, NBA champion, now a Fox Sports Radio NBA analyst. Our man, Eddie House. What's up, brother? What up, Eddie? Gentlemen, greetings. Greetings, gentlemen. How y'all feeling? We are good, man. We are good. Let's start here. Uh, Deion Sanders today, I don't know if you saw it, but the number two high school football player in the country uh, decommitted from Florida State and instead is going to play for Deion's HBCU where he coaches, Jackson State University. Um, I love it. What are your thoughts on it? I think it's, it's great for uh, for Deion Sanders. I think it's great for the HBCU University to be able to get a top guy like that. Now, you're only getting him because Deion Sanders is there. And not only that, Deion Sanders' influence that he had with getting this guy this NIL right, deal. Right, That's the main right. thing that was able to, to, to flip that kid, believe that, that it wasn't anything about um, Jackson State that was more intriguing than Deion and what – the amount of money they can make off of NIL because we all know that Florida State, Jackson State, you know, if you talk about just who you're going to be playing, you know, week in and week out, the exposure that you're going to have, more than likely you're going to lean to Florida State. But, you know, the tides have turned. you got Dion, Dion's influence, um, 
you know, I, I think he's done a masterful job by, by being able to get this kid to, to flip. No doubt. Hey, hey, Eddie, there was a survey by The Athletic asked uh, <laughs> 118 former players, who would you want taking a shot with the game on the line? And I'll give you the first two, the top two people who were picked, current players, obviously. Kevin Durant, Steph Curry. What do you think the former players, who did they pick? So who, uh, as far as current player, or you want former players? No, no, no. 118 former players were polled, and they were asked right. about current players. Who would you want taking a shot with the game on the line? And I'm saying I w- Kevin Durant uh, and Steph Curry finished but, in the top two. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I'm, I want KD. I want KD. I'm seven feet. Uh, can shoot it, shoot the three, can shoot the mid-range, can finish at the basket. If he gets fouled, you can trust him to make his free throws. I mean, KD is without a question. I, I, it's KD. I, as, as great of a shooter Steph is, I'm still going with that height. It's unguardable. And let me give you the number. So uh, Kevin Durant got 48.9% of the vote, and Steph got 332 So you were with most of the former players in uh, making that selection. That was an easy one, man. That was a lot. What did you think last night of, uh, the you know, Steph obviously breaking Ray they Allen's put record? put on a show, too, right? Where, where do you think let, – let, let's put it this way. Give, you know, give us your thoughts on the accomplishment – but also, where does he put this record when he's done? And do you think how soon do you think somebody might break it, if ever? Well, I tell you what, the, the fashion that he broke it in, and the fastest to do it, you know, so many more, so many less games right. to break it, and he's still going to add to this. You know, Steph is nowhere near done playing basketball, okay, and so he's going to add a, a whole lot more threes to it. Now, when you talk about uh, can it be broken, you know, all records are made to be broken, but this one's going to be tough. I mean, he, the, he's, he is the best shooter ever, okay? That, that's hands down. But there's, you picked, no but you picked for the last basket. You picked yeah, well, KD. Well, but that's the a, game's that's a last more than that's one second long. That's, a right. that's a difference on, between shooter. That's different between a shooter and that's a, there's a difference between a shooter at I want the last shot. It's almost like, okay, if my life is on the line, who I'm going to pick. I know Steph is a great shooter, but you put Kevin Durant on him. Kevin Durant's seven feet. It's going to be tough to get that shot off. You know, hey, well, Rob, and you, you don't think Kevin Durant's a better shooter than Steph Curry, do you? I would take Kevin Durant to make the but, best. Uh, fine, but is yes, he a better shooter it's than about, Steph Curry? Well, no, it's He's about clutch. He's a better clutch. shooter than Steph Curry? It's about clutch. It's not just about clutch. No, for me it is. No, for me it is. It would be about clutch. I don't, I don't trust Steph Curry so Kevin, say with the then. game Kevin on the line. Kevin Durant's a better shooter than Steph Curry. Is that what you I think? Tell, I'm telling you that I don't trust Steph Curry. Is Kevin Durant well, telling you that he don't shooter. believe that? He don't, Rob. You don't believe yeah, it. That's why I you won't say it. I do believe that. Say it. I don't. No, you don't. Is Kevin Durant really a better shooter? You do not believe that he is a better shooter than Steph Curry. You don't I'm believe telling that. You, I Kevin Durant don't believe that. I'm talking about this: that when you call somebody the greatest shooter, you shouldn't be discounted that you can't make a big shot or okay, everybody picking over. Reggie Miller was the best shooter in the era when Michael Jordan played. But if you ask who was going to take the last shot, you would say Michael Jordan, but you know damn well Reggie Miller was a better shooter than Michael Jordan. True or not? 
Michael Jordan shot over 50% six times in the that ain't NBA. That what I asked you. What five he times I'm in a row. You who you say was the better shooter in that era, Reggie or Mike? You would say Reggie. I would take Mike. I would take Mike to take the last shooter, shot. Rob? But who's the I better shooter? I would take Mike to take the last shot, but you wouldn't say that Mike was a better shooter than Reggie, though, would you? I would take Mike every day of the week. As a take... better shooter than Reggie it's, Miller? So you what are you Michael talking Jordan about? Is, is it a regular shot Miller? during the regular season, or shooting are you talking about period. to win the game? Shooting, period. I'm saying a shooter. We're not talking about clutch because those are two different situations. But, the but last Eddie, Eddie, my point is when I you call somebody the greatest shooter, shouldn't you have to make some game? great big shots? That's all I'm asking you. Man, you know what? No? At the end of the day, if you ask who was a better shooter, a hundred percent of people out of a hundred, a hundred out of a hundred would say Reggie Miller is the better shooter than Michael Jordan. But I would take Michael Jordan to take the last shot. Okay. You can't even say that. You saying that Michael Jordan's a better shooter than Reggie Miller? We might need to go get you checked after this show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, Rod? You got mad at the caller yesterday. But he, your standard would say Robert Ori is no, like. No, that's not what the, I said. It is. No, it is. I mean, Chris, Chris, is Chris, the Chris the don't put words in my no, mouth, but please. Rob, your don't. whole thing is that's at not the what end I said. No, that's not what so, I said. Okay, who would you rather? I'm have a, telling you that I'm not going to crown a guy the greatest shooter at, of all time, and he can't make a big shot when it matters. I'm asking that's what you a question. So if you want to say that Steph is the greatest three point shooter, fine. He's not the greatest shooter. He doesn't make big shots. He is he the best. He's the greatest shooter of all time. There's no, there's no debate in that. You want to just stir up the pot, and that's cool. We, I got you. But come on, man. It, really, Steph is the best shooter. And when you got great shooters, now I consider myself a great shooter, right? I'm not the best. I'm not even in. You could not say that. Now I'll go hold my own with them. Believe that. I'm saying that. They're saying that. At what point are you got to just say, you know what, if these people who are great shooters and understand what it takes to do that and how hard it is, I got to give credit to that. Now, that's different from being who do you want taking the last shot. I do want that seven-footer that is 50-50-90. You know, I want him taking the last shot because he's seven feet tall. It's going to be hard to disrupt that shot, and I don't care who you put on him. Well, Steph is a little smaller. It's going to be hard. It's going to be tough for him to get them shots off. A contested shot is going to be tougher for him. So, but – I mean, come on, Rob. Uh, come on, man. Eddie, last thing. We got about 30 seconds. Who, do you think – how soon do you think this record could be broken? Or how long will it last? I don't last, think it's going to be broken because he is the best shooter that we've seen. I don't know if there's anybody that's going to come up. You got to think – remember where he came from. His daddy was a hell of a shooter. Right, so, and his brother. You know, uh, that's in his he, – he, I don't know if we're going to see that again. And then how fast he's broke the record and – he still have more to go. I don't think it's going to be broken. If it is, it'll be a long, long time before it is broken. I don't care right. if you take them. You got to make them. Right, right. That's our yeah, man, Yeah, especially Eddie when House. the game's on the line. We appreciate you, brother. <laughs> Great stuff as always, Just my man. You said it, Eddie. You got to make them. Right, You're guys. right. We'll talk to you next week, brother. Hey, all right, Eddie. Right <laughs> All right, it's our most controversial segment of the week. No, Shop that was just the most controversial. Next, ah, right? couple Fox Sports Radio. Robert Ory, best shooter ever. Gordon and Rod. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, it's the I Couple, Chris and Rob, live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And guys, it can happen really easily, all right? You have a few drinks. 
Then you have a few more drinks, and now it's a few too many drinks. It's time to go home, and you think about calling for a ride home, but nah, what's the worst that could happen? Get pulled over, lose my license, total my car. No, you kill someone. You kill yourself, maybe. So, guys, drive sober or get pulled over. This is paid for by NHTSA. It's time for Shop Talk. Shop talk. Ain't nobody exempt in the bottom shop. You talk. know that ain't nobody exempt. You can talk about whoever and whatever, whenever you want to in the bottom Now, it's shop talk. Chris Bruce started finding out the hard way that the more time you say it doesn't mean it's going to fire off. Just, just I said it once. You said and it then, twice. Then I was like, all right, let me say it again and then again. All right, it is shop talk on the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. Same where we discuss something that happened outside of the world of sports, and it is Christmas season. Kwanzaa season, holiday season, Hanukkah season, whatever holiday you celebrate is the season for that. And um, there's going to be a lot of gift giving going on with family, friends, loved ones, coworkers, Co-workers. exactly. Yes. And uh, <laughs> with Rob Parker showering the odd couple and everybody here at Fox Sports Radio with gifts, it brought up a very natural question. Uh-oh. Now, Rob came out of pocket big time for the Jays that he got myself, Alex Teichert, Elijah. And it, it, it sparked an internal debate in he the studio. He makes studios. it rough on his partner. Let's exactly. Just <laughs> he ain't paying tuition. <laughs> he ain't got a mortgage. But I pay my tuition in time. So God. here's the question. If somebody you know gives you an extravagant gift, either more than you were going to spend on them or somebody oh, no. gives you a gift you weren't planning on getting them a gift to begin with, are you then obligated to return the favor? That's the question. First, I want to say is you guys don't have to give me a gift, please. I I, I don't expect a gift. I'm I'm dead serious. Uh, I'm not looking. I for know a he's gift. expecting one from me. No, you don't have to give me a gift, Chris. <laughs> I'm serious. But but the but the crew, seriously, no, you don't have to. I just did this out of the kindness of my heart. That's it. I appreciate you. I I do believe that. I do believe that, Rob. I do believe you're not doing this to get something in exchange. There's no doubt about that. But I have have everything I want. It does also, you you do feel an obligation that if people got me a gift, I got to get them a gift. And I'm not saying that because, like I said, I totally 100% believe Rob and just knowing the kind of person he is. But it does make you feel like at least me. I don't know about everybody else. Rob G, where like you are you really? Do you feel compelled to get me something or get a gift for somebody if they give you one? I mean, um, I will that say way. that when people get gifts that I wasn't expecting, I, I I don't know if it makes me feel like obligated to get them something. But when it's right. somebody that I was going to get something for them anyways, let's say I'm like, hey, I'm going to get something that's like 30 bucks, whatever. But that's and fine. Then, though, and then they, get, not... they get me something that's 80. I'm like, oh, shoot. Now I got to get no, them something more. No, but it's more. not supposed to. You're not supposed to match the gift. It's just a thought, and you know me. Well, anyway, some people I think, think okay. higher of others. I don't think apparently, anybody's, nobody's questioning out. your motives, Rob. And yeah, I, of and course, I mean not that you from at the all. Bottom of my heart. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, but I, I, I'm just. But saying, I but, think, like, I've never gotten coworkers gifts for Christmas. But you never and, worked and, as and, closely with people like this. Like television's different, Chris, uh, and we've done that. But if you work with radio, you're with the same people, four or five people every day, and obviously you're, you're detached from the standpoint that you're not here in Los Angeles with the rest of us. 
but but it becomes it's a little different. I've always because I've worked on radio for a long time, and you're just closer with people. Would you agree with that? Uh, yeah, I mean, look, when you're a beat writer, let's put it that way, because most of my career and your career, too, right. we were beat, or I was a beat writer, I was a reporter, and you're not, like, you're almost like an individual contractor. Right. You right. know, you're not in the office, you're always out at games. But, I mean, I, I've, you know, obviously, comp, uh, offices do things like, you know, you everybody might pick out of a hat and you got right, one right, person you get right. the gift for. But to get That's everybody a gift, I like I said, we've never, I've never really done that until Alex. Where until are you? I had to do you start feel matching up with Rob? Do you feel compelled, <laughs> Alex, or no? You know what's what funny is, what was that scene? <laughs> I said I never did until I had to start matching up with Rob. Uh, no, you don't have to match me. No, That's funny. Don't do that. You know, myself growing up, I've never felt like the. Uh, the Chihuahua syndrome or the little man syndrome or trying to level up to somebody else's level. Cause I think we're at all different levels in life and career wise and stuff. And so I feel like out of the goodness of your heart, it all, it also comes down to like what you see as value. So for myself, the biggest thing I value in life is time. So if I can get somebody like say you and Chris and we all get together and have dinner one day, bro, that's right. the world to me. That means we everything. Usually do well, that. All we those times you stood that? me up at crossroads. Alex? All right, CB, you've been here like <laughs> once in your life. I've never Alex? seen you in this studio. What do you mean, CB? <laughs> All the times was. I wanted to take you to Crossroads. I was always down. Chris, I was always down. I still haven't been. But no, like, to answer the question, Rob, I never feel like no. I have to step it up more now for somebody. Because when I get somebody a gift, I don't see it as money value, as valuable. It's like the the thought behind it. So say, like, I spent a day making you guys something. I feel like that has a lot of value, too, because I made it myself and everything. So Yeah, and, and for me, it's just... You know, you know, I love the Jordans and I just feel like, you know, you guys would love a pair. That's really all it comes down. You got to. me my first ever. P- I was pumped. I got Rob G's first ever pair. Right, Rob? G, I'm wearing them right now. Actually, yeah, you got two pairs yep. for me. But that's just the Jordan thing. Who knows? Years from now, I you'll would be love like, a remember? pair of Jordans, too. Yeah, you got Jordans. <laughs> whatever. You don't want to be quiet. You ain't got Jordans in that box you got. You I know. I can that. tell. That's funny. <laughs> I'm like, hold up. The whole crew got right, Jordans got except me? <laughs> Look, like I got a magazine or something. Well, no, just... <laughs> CB, it's a playlist. That's right. Hey, hey, hey a playlist, that takes time. Look I at that. Is Alex going <laughs> to dig this? What's his flavor? Yo, that's a lot of thought, bro. Keep is. it locked.